Section 5 of A Sentimental Journey Through France and Italy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Martin Giessen. A Sentimental Journey Through France and Italy by Lawrence Stern. Section 5 in the street calais having on the first sight of the lady settled the affair in my fancy that she was of the better order of beings and then laid it down as a second axiom as indisputable as the first that she was a widow and wore a character of distress i went no farther I got ground enough for the situation which pleased me, and had she remained close beside my elbow till midnight, I should have held true to my system, and considered her only under that general idea. She had scarce got twenty paces distant from me, ere something within me called out for a more particular inquiry it brought on the idea of a further separation i might possibly never see her more the heart is for saving what it can and i wanted the traces through which my wishes might find their way to her in case i should never rejoin her myself in a word i wished to know her name her families her condition and as I knew the place to which she was going, I wanted to know from whence she came. But there was no coming at all this intelligence. A hundred little delicacies stood in the way. I formed a score different plans. There was no such thing as a man's asking her directly. The thing was impossible a little french debonair captain who came dancing down the street showed me it was the easiest thing in the world for popping in betwixt us just as the lady was returning back to the door of the remise he introduced himself to my acquaintance and before he had well got announced begged i would do him the honour to present him to the lady I had not been presented myself, so turning about to her he did it just as well by asking her if she had come from Paris. No, she was going that route, she said. Vous n'êtes pas de Londres? She was not, she replied. Then madame must have come through Flanders. Apparemment vous êtes flamande, said the French captain. The lady answered she was. Peut-être de Lille, added he. She said she was not of Lille. Nor Arras, nor Cambrai, nor Gand, nor Brussels. She answered she was of Brussels. He had had the honour, he said, to be at the bombardment of it last war that it was finely situated pour cela and full of noblesse when the imperialists were driven out by the french 
the lady made a slight courtesy so giving her an account of the affair and of the share he had had in it he begged the honour to know her name so made his bow et madame a son mari said he looking back when he had made two steps and without staying for an answer danced down the street <sighs> had i served seven years apprenticeship to good breeding i could not have done as much the remise calais as the little french captain left us monsieur dessin came up with the key of the remise in his hand and forthwith let us into his magazine of chaises the first object which caught my eye as monsieur dessin opened the door of the remise was another old tattered désobligeant and notwithstanding it was the exact picture of that which had hit my fancy so much in the coachyard but an hour before the very sight of it stirred up a disagreeable sensation within me now and i thought twas a churlish beast into whose heart the idea could first enter to construct such a machine nor had i much more charity for the man who could think of using it i observed the lady was as little taken with it as myself so monsieur de saint led us on to a couple of chaises which stood abreast telling us as he recommended them that they had been purchased by my lord a and b to go the grand tour but had gone no further than paris so were in all respects as good as new they were too good so i passed on to a third which stood behind and forthwith begun to chaffer for the price but twill scarce hold two said i opening the door and getting in have the goodness madame said monsieur dessin offering his arm to step in the lady hesitated half a second and stepped in and the waiter that moment beckoning to speak to monsieur dessin he shut the door of the chaise upon us and left us de remise calais c'est bien comique tis very droll said the lady smiling from the reflection that this was the second time we had been left together by a parcel of nonsensical contingencies c'est bien comique said she there wants nothing said i to make it so but the comic use which the gallantry of a frenchman would put it to to make love the first moment and an offer of his person the second tis therefore replied the lady it is supposed so at least and how it has come to pass continued i i know not but they have certainly got the credit of understanding more of love and making it better than any other nation upon earth 
but for my own part i think them arrant bunglers and in truth the worst set of marksmen that ever tried cupid's patience to think of making love by sentiments i should as soon think of making a genteel suit of clothes out of remnants and to do it pop at first sight by declaration is submitting the offer and themselves with it to be sifted with all their pours and contres by an unheated mind the lady attended as if she expected i should go on consider then madame continued i laying my hand upon hers that grave people hate love for the name's sake that selfish people hate it for their own hypocrites for heavens and that all of us both old and young being ten times worse frightened than hurt by the very report what a want of knowledge in this branch of commerce a man betrays whoever lets the word come out of his lips till an hour or two at least after the time that his silence upon it becomes tormenting a course of small quiet attentions not so pointed as to alarm not so vague as to be misunderstood with now and then a look of kindness and little or nothing said upon it leaves nature for your mistress and she fashions it to her mind then i solemnly declare said the lady blushing you have been making love to me all this while the remise calais monsieur dessein came back to let us out of the chaise and acquaint the lady the count de l her brother was just arrived at the hotel though i had infinite good will for the lady i cannot say that i rejoiced in my heart at the event and could not help telling her so for it is fatal to a proposal madame said i that i was going to make to you you need not tell me what the proposal was said she laying her hand upon both mine as she interrupted me a man my good sir has seldom an offer of kindness to make to a woman but she has a presentiment of it some moments before nature arms her with it said i for immediate preservation but i think said she looking in my face i had no evil to apprehend and to deal frankly with you had determined to accept it if i had she stopped a moment i believe your good will would have drawn a story from me which would have made pity the only dangerous thing in the journey in saying this she suffered me to kiss her hand twice and with a look of sensibility mixed with concern she got out of the chaise and bid adieu end of section 5 recording by martin geeson in hazelmere surrey